Alright, now when you have a name like this And it basically translates as My belief That's Ukololwam Monti Well, it's pretty much gone about his career in that fashion it, it, it's, a, it's a quality that has come in handy As well for the 17-year-old's budgeting career And with the tennis now traditionally perceived as a, a big man's game I can tell you that the youngster is proving that fallacy absolutely wrong uh, with his outrageous confidence, the skills, the power uh, that have amazed those who've watched his career rise and rise and rise. Yeah, so let's head down to Cape Town because that's where Okoroluami Monzi uh, is standing by. He's the 2020 African Junior Champion. Hey, Kolo, good evening. Hey, Rob. Uh, thanks for having me on the call. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you keeping? How's lockdown treating you? Uh, it's uh, it's not too bad for me actually. Um, you know, I, I get to be home for for quite a long time, so um, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, you know, I get to catch up on some school and uh, and be with my parents again. But obviously, it's a it's a tough situation right now. But you know, uh, everyone's good back at home. Uh, how are things your side? No, we we're trying. We're still broadcasting from somewhere, someplace, somehow, nowhere near the studio. Uh, but that's 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 life, man. That's that's the way it is. We just obviously have to reflect on the on, on the loss of life uh, to so many people. I know that the Minister of Health right now is giving an update, and I believe three thousand four hundred and sixty-five people have been affected by COVID nineteen. So it gives you an indication of how serious this is. We'll get down to how many people have actually lost their lives. This is not a normal for you because you're the one that's usually on the road, Kolo. Yeah, um, I, I don't think I've ever been at home this long, you know, at at, at once. Um, so, you know, the first few days or first few weeks was was a bit uh, felt a bit different, uh, you know, uh, not 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 being able to play uh, the sport for a pretty long time. Um, you know, my last tournament I played was in was in Potchefstroom. Uh, I think I got back home around the the twelfth of the thirteenth of March. So I haven't played sure. since then. So that's a, it's a, But how's a that feeling, time, though? I mean, how's that feeling for someone who's a 2020 African junior champion? You know, we look up to you on, on the continent. I mean, we'll get down to the nitty-gritty of all of your major successes, but you almost being tied to a chair, which is basically what it is. How does that feel? Mm, I, I think, and if you put it that way, it, it, it doesn't feel so good. Um, obviously, I wanted 2020 to... To be, you know, I, I thought of it being the the big year of my of my junior career. You know, I'm I'm finishing off this year. Try getting try try win some junior Grand Slams. You know, I got my ranking into a very good place, and um, you know, I was going to be starting off my pro career pretty well. And you know, I had the opportunities. Um, so it it was it was it was looking pretty good. You know, in in with the with the vision that I had. But uh, you know, to have that kind of taken away from me uh, in in a way, uh, it is a bit tough. But you know, it's it's uh, it's not anyone's fault. You know, so uh, you got to kind of move on. Because you've made the kind of inroads, especially when you break into the top twenty, and uh, people start to look at you differently, start to give you a, a measure and a level of respect that you you maybe didn't get before. Then, what what did that mean to you? And I'll chat about your partner in crime as well, uh, Kolobali, in a second. But what did that mean to you? Um, you know, for for me to be where I am now, uh, yes, it is it is better for me, and you know the people around me. 
um, you know, when I was ranked a bit lower down, um, it, 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 I wasn't, you know, everyone, everyone looked at me as a, you know, a good player and all that, but it's, it still wasn't the same, you know. Uh, I did feel a bit of a different uh, treatment and, uh, and the way that people look at me. And, uh, but the way it is now, I'm really liking it. Um, you know, it's, it's making me work even harder and try to get my name out there even more and, you know, kind of put in a, a, a good image for myself and my, my family and my team. But the the whole issue around tennis, because a lot of kids will say, okay, it's an opportunity that's not always granted to too many. It's an opportunity, again, uh, that is not available to too many. Uh, at times, maybe it might be seen, uh, Carlos, like maybe elitist in some way, uh, but it's all about the talent, which is the, the bottom line of it. Yeah, it's not a team sport. It's not rugby. It's not cricket. It's not uh, football. It's about you center court or wherever you're going to be playing where did this love and where did this addiction to the game begin well um back back in east london uh we yeah. were born and raised um we, we went to Selborne primary school my brother and i mm. and um you know we we almost played uh every, every sport uh you know soccer rugby cricket swimming karate squash and um my brother was the first one to pick up a tennis racket and start playing the sport. And, um, you know, me being the younger brother and looking up to him, uh, I wanted to follow in his footsteps. So uh, I, I basically kind of copied him and, and picked up a racket and started playing. And the more I started playing and the more he started playing and doing well and starting to travel for the country, the more interest I, I had in, in the game. And, you know, basically the better he did, you know, the more I wanted to play. Um, so I think that's where the 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 sport kind of started. Uh, you know, the the big dreams kind of came a bit later on uh, in in, the, in my career when I started you know, taking tennis more seriously. When I chose it as my only sport, um, you know, my my parents as well were, were supporting me in any sport. Uh, you know, they they were making it easy for me to decide on whatever sport I want to play, but. Um, once I kind of made that decision that tennis is going to be my only sport, I think I became even more passionate about it, you know, knowing that this is going to be my, you know, this is how I'm going to be making a living, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'd say it started from my brother, really. Yeah, but how difficult was it, though, to make that decision? Because once you've been playing every sport, whether it's hockey, rugby, cricket, whatever you want to call it, how difficult was it to zero in on just the one? It, it was pretty hard for me. Um, you know, I, um, I, I'm really blessed to be able to say I've got, you know, I was blessed with talent. Um, yeah. You know, I was doing really good at rugby, at cricket, at soccer, at squash, really, at karate. And, you know, knowing that I believed I could do anything, uh, if, if I had chosen rugby, I believed that I could be playing Hopefully for the for the junior springboard side, if I be, if I was playing soccer, I I believe I could be playing for you know a junior club, you know, be doing good things, and um, you know loving rugby probably the most. Um, that was a tough one to stop. Um, also, once we were in Pretoria, um, playing rugby there, you know, playing sevens rugby in school and a bit of high school, uh, it, it was it was really fun for me. Um, but you know, if I had to look at the bigger picture. Um, I, I I thought tennis was going to be the the best one for me, and 
the more I started doing better, I realized, you know, I didn't make any mistake and I don't have any regrets about dropping any other sport. So I, I think I made a, a really good decision with my family. What, what position were you playing in rugby? <laughs> in rugby, I played uh, scrum off, inside mm-hmm. centre and left wing. Those, those are the three positions I played, probably inside centre being my, my favourite one. Your favourite. Okay, I mean, scrum half, obviously, you've got to be nippy, you've got to be um, in between the pockets, getting the ball, you know, scoring those vital tries if and when you can. Distribution is obviously quite important and very key there. But, hey, here we are. I mean, uh, what, you're 17 right now, though, Kodla, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm 17 and, now. <laughs> and representing SA in, in, in the Davis Cup, you know, the world, the group won the playoff uh, tie against uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina uh, in Zeneca on the 6th as well as the 7th of March. Were you able to go ahead with that? Because I know at that stage, coronavirus was starting to creep up on a lot of people. Yeah, being being called up for the Davis Cup uh, side is uh, something really special. Um, to be able to wear the protea on my, on, on my, on my chest is uh, it's a little... It's, it's very different um, to wearing the, the South African team shirt as a junior, you know. Um, when, when you actually have that protea on yourself, it it, it it gave me, you know, lots of gave me even more belief. You know, it wanted me to work even harder to say okay, I can so that I could wear this, you know, even more and more. Um and you know, going out there uh was it was a it was a cool experience to be in, in the Davis Cup team for the first time. Um even better even a cooler thing was uh my brother was in the Davis Cup team at the exact same time, exact same age. Sure. So it, it it actually had a special meaning to me um, because I've always looked up to him to be able to be in in the Davis Cup team at the in the same month, same age. Um, so it was it was it was really cool, uh, you know, step out on that court, you know, sing the national anthem with the guys. Um, it, it was a special feeling. Um, obviously, I'd I'd been in the team for for ATP Cup in January, so I felt mm-hmm. a, a bit used to it. Um, you know, and the the people around, and I didn't feel as nervous. But it, it was a it was a special feeling for me. As it should, because uh, we are used to big names like your Raven Clarsons, your Lloyd Harris's of this world, and 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 there you are in the mix. It it, it should be like I don't know hair raising experience if you want to put it that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, not 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 uh, every junior gets the opportunity to to be around, you know, the 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 pros in their countries or around the world, and you know, so when I get the opportunity, I grab it with both hands, you know, because it could be a once in a lifetime opportunity. You never know what may happen in life. So, to be able to say that those guys are my friends and mentors uh, is, is something really special. Um, having Raven Kloss and top ten doubles player. Um, you know, sitting with him, him talking about tennis, you know, teaching me a lot of many things. Um, and uh, being able to train with him, you know, him showing me how to do this, how to do that. And, um, you know, training with him in Bosnia was uh, was pretty pretty amazing, you know, because um, then I, I was also able to learn about the double side of tennis, not just mm-hmm. singles, singles, singles. And uh, he taught me many things about doubles, uh, how to position yourself, what to do here, what to do there. Um, so it, it was a, it was an amazing feeling, um, you know, being with Lloyd, uh, having the opportunity to train with him back in Cape Town. You know, it's it's it's, it's amazing to also have him back at home, having Ro- Ruan Rulof, sir, um on the team. You know, really nice guy as well. And um, you know, being being able to see these guys since under twelve.
And um, looking a few years later, I'm actually in the team with them. Uh, it's it's great, really, to to see how far I've come. You know, from from one of the Davis Cups being a uh, to being the kid that did the coin toss to now being on the court singing the national anthem, wearing the party on myself was uh it's 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 really 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 great for me and and that's why we are so proud of you that's why we're chatting to you right now Koroluami Monti who is the 2020 African Junior Champion and you can hear in his voice extremely proud you can hear in his voice as well that he is relishing what the future holds he's relishing what the unknown is all about and and why not we've had some amazing young people come in studio or chat to us via the phone uh, right here on the Marawa sports worldwide and it is for that reason is that sometimes we we tend to not bring to the fore those sporting codes uh, that are not deemed to be popular but the rest of the world sees them as popular and i think tennis is one of them and um, we've had some tiger i mean he's not even double figures in terms of Yes, he's only, what, eight years old, and he's winning major, major tournaments, not only in South Africa, but around the world. And you say to yourself, what an opportunity. What a time to be celebrating young athletes here in the country. And at times, it just takes a moment where we have a conversation like this, uh, where you can even ask a question to Kodolwami, 0605842250. You can post your WhatsApp voice note right there, and uh, let's get your idea. 14th of Feb, I remember something great happened on that day. When I saw it, I was like, hey, this guy is getting a, <laughs> is getting a Valentine's present coming out of nowhere, but obviously from hard work. You remember what happened on the 14th? Oh, around about uh, the 14th. Yeah, I, I, I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, was, I was in Pretoria for the African Junior Championships. Um, you know, third year running, um, being being able to compete there. Um, obviously, it's a really big tournament, and it was, I'd say, the only thing I hadn't, you know, won in, in, in Africa. And, you know, this year it had a even better, uh, you know, it was, it is it it is special this year. You know, it's my last year as a junior. Um, I went out there to win. You know, singles and doubles. I, I wasn't going to take anything else. Um, you know, playing for playing to be the African junior champ, playing to be a top ten. Um, you know, those were two two big things on the line um, for me. But uh, I, I didn't go into the week. You know, holding holding those thoughts in my mind. You know, I just went out there to play. You know, took what I learned from the pros in Australia. And, uh, and and bring it into my game and my my preparation and so I think uh, you know that 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 week that I had um, was uh, was a really special week uh, this year. Um, <laughs> had a, had a really good uh, win in the finals against my my good friend uh, Elia Kim Kulibali. Um, you know, in, uh, in in 2018, playing my first African Junior Champs in the under-18 section. I remember losing to uh, to Elia Kim in the set first round, uh, around six one six two. You know, I was yes. I kind of got smashed, but um, you know, and the and the doubles doubles playing with Leighton Kenya, um, another South African, uh, used to be a top player down here. Uh, we lost in the finals, and uh, for me, actually being in in under ten, watching him play with my brother, um, I remember. I used to wear, like copy the same outfits as them, you know, and and, and all these things. Look, look up to these guys. Um, 
but then 20, 20, uh, 2019 came. Uh, African Junior Champs, uh, playing to be top 100 around the time of March. So it, it, it was also a, a, a good week, I think. And coming into the semifinals, losing to Eli Hakim again. Um, I, I retired from the match uh, due to a uh, health issue, I'd say, mm. uh, with my heart, <laughs> unfortunately, taking me down. Um, and that, that pulled me out of the doubles finals. So uh, that was a pretty emotional week for me. Took me out of tennis for for quite a while. And then 2020 came, um, and I told myself, this is a... This is my week, you know. Um, I remember before playing the finals, my my dad pulled me aside from my team and told me, "Listen, there's uh, there's always the first time uh, you, I can do it." Uh, you know, and, and before every match, he told me I can do it, and um, and and that's where my my belief uh, comes from. You know, since under ten, I've always believed in myself. So I, I went onto the court telling myself, uh, you know, I've, I've got home ground advantage. You know, I've got the the crowd on my side, I guess. Uh, my dad was there to watch me, so uh, everything was in my favor. Started the match really good. Eli Hakim started really good. Um, and it came down to one break for me to take the set 6-4. And I think from the second set, it was just one-way traffic uh, for me. And everything was just going my way. And you know, for after that last point, uh, after I won, it was just something uh, really, really special. I remember after the match sitting on the chair crying um, because it was something that I really wanted and it took me three years uh, to win. So I guess sure. when they said uh, third time's a charm, it's uh, it's really true. But, um, sure. and you know, and to be able to win the doubles finals with, uh, with my really close friend, uh, Carl Ruthman, uh, was, was even better. Uh, we, we, we won the... African junior champs under 16 doubles. Uh, we want junior nationals uh, together. So we, we, we've done a lot of good things. But, you know, it, it, was, it was such an amazing week. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it, it certainly was. Uh, and, and, and just the nature of it, uh, again, and, and how you were able to eliminate your good old friend always rings to mind and brings back the kind of memories that we always want to try and conjure up hopefully in future when you're there taking center court or whether you're at Rod Laver, wherever you're going to be around the world I really want to see that happen I think the the Kevin Andersons of this world have really set the scene, they've uh, put South Africa on the map, um, before then the Kevin Currens were there you know there's so many people that we can chat about historically uh, that have done so so much for the country tennis wise that it's it's your time now i mean i i really and truly believe that it is your time um let's not even forget the fact and i know that you didn't really mention it but i'll mention it because you there, there's a, a level of humility that you do have but you, you became at that stage the first south african uh, to claim the 18 and under african junior championships uh, that hadn't been done since philip henning did it in 2018 in morocco so that that meant something that was the the magnitude again uh of of, of your achievement and congratulations again uh, thanks so much, Rob. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know the kind words uh, keep keep me going. So it's uh, it was it was really special to be able to win it at home. I think um, I don't think anyone has done that in a pretty long time. So um, you know afterwards it really sunk in how big the the victory was really. Mm. Now. Having to quickly backtrack, uh, as you were saying that you were hoping that 2020 was going to be that big year, 
you played in the 2019 Junior Australian Open. Um, you won four of the Junior ITF single titles in Zimbabwe as well. Uh, two of the double titles with partner Robbie Aarons as well. Uh, and, and those particular wins lifting you into the top 100 of the Junior ITF rankings for the very first time. So was that almost a light at the end of the tunnel type of elevation for you because you're being elevated now into the top 100 it's for the very first time Kololami, this is happening give me an uh, i don't know like an emotional sense of of what went through you as a human being so i think during that time um around july i think that's when my my seven week trip uh, started um, you know, in the year of 2019, I, I had a, a lot of issues with my body. You know, my back really, you know, hurting me um, almost every week that I played. Um, and, you know, in, in in July, I started working with Murray Ingram and uh, and the Burgundy High Performance Center. Um, and, you know, once I, once I started working with him, you know, they, they kind of picked up my fitness levels. Uh, you know, my body felt in, in amazing condition. And I think it was the first time I was able to play, you know, seven weeks straight and probably feel a little a little bit of pain in the seventh week. And so no big credits to um, to Marie and the guys at the Burgundy High Performance Center for, for helping me out there. Um it it was a really uh special thing that they've 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 done for me and for my family. But, you know, going into those weeks, um I told myself, listen I've got a goal. December 2019, I need to be inside top 50. I've got about seven seven tournaments to do that. Let's go win every single one. And that was my that was my motivation for every single week. I didn't tell myself, let's make semis and above, let's make quarters and above. I straight up told myself, you know, we're going to win every single week. And, um, you know, for me, I like to tell myself um, that I'm going to do it uh, yeah. more than I can do it. I feel like telling myself I will do it. You know, it, it makes me believe it even more. But at the same time, not putting pressure on myself. So I think I, I give it a really good balance. Mm-hmm. But you know, going into that first week, um, also actually being being out for a month before that because of my back um, and unfortunately mm-hmm. missing French Open and Wimbledon uh, because I wasn't ready to play. Um, it, it it also kind of sucked a bit and also missing US Open. Um, so you know, I I took those 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 seven weeks with with both uh, with with both hands and went into the first week was able to win was able to win the grade four. Um, you know that was you know b- besides the win itself, um, being able to play like five matches in a row without any pain in my body was you know a blessing and and it it made me want to do even more and more. And going into the second week, unfortunately, I lost in the finals. Um, you know, I had to retire in the third set, but it was a really good week. Um, you know, I played really well. I worked really hard with my coach and uh, the team and the guys around me. And going into Zimbabwe, uh, three weeks, uh, I'm, I'm on a mission. I told myself, you know, I'm going to win these three weeks. Uh, win the first two weeks. I have to defend the third week if I really want to make top hundred because I had won the tournament last year. So um, you know, there was, there was a lot of things um, I had to I had to do. Really, at, at the same time, take care of my body, make sure I don't train too much, try spend as much, try spend as little time as possible on the court during my matches, 
Um, you know, and not a lot of people are looking at it this way. They just saw me going on the court to, to compete. But, um, you know, winning the first week against my, my best friend and my doubles partner, Robbie Orange, um, it was, was really good for me. And I was also proud of him for, for making it to the finals. It's really good to play against each other. Um, second week, uh, same story against Robbie in the in the in the in the finals again. Uh, I was able to take it, and the third week winning the grade three, that um, that topped it off because that really put my ranking inside top hundred. I think I sat at around ninety seven, and it was just uh, you know I I thought I'd kind of celebrate that so much, but. After making after after making ninety seven, mm-hmm. I told myself, okay, I've got a tournament coming in like two weeks in, in South Africa, a Grade Two tournament. Mm-hmm. Let's go win that, you know. Let's go make top fifty in in a few weeks time. Went home, you know, I had to catch up on a lot of school. Um, wasn't wasn't spending as much time on the court and training. Um, so you know. The, you you would you would also think you know this is this is not really good. I should be spending most of my time on the court and in the gym. Um, you know, it's such a big tournament, a great two first one back home after uh, many many years, and um, went into the tournament. Told myself, let's go win this tournament. And you know, I had some tough matches along the way, but you know, I think that that. That extra belief that I have gives me a, a little bit of an advantage against my opponents uh, during my matches, and uh, I, I won that first week. You know, I won my first grade two, mm. and it was just <laughs> once again I cried after the match because you know, if I just look back from at, at where I came from to where I was at that stage, it, it's it was a really long journey, um, and to see the people that I. Uh, I've traveled with along the way. Um, it, it, it was really special, and once and also to be winning a grade two, the first grade two back home in in, in Stellenbosch was was fantastic. Um, then I had the great air week after, and you know I went into the into the tournament uh, ranking about sixty or, or sixty or so. So it still wasn't uh, in, it was. in, in, hold, in. Hold that thought quickly. Sorry to uh, come in, Kolo um, uh, I just want to take a quick break. After the break, also want to listen, make you listen to a few of the voice notes of people that are uh, are sending them through. Your journey is amazing. Uh, I, I'm listening. I'm fascinated. I'm listening attentively to the guy as he speaks. I mean, the way he speaks, he speaks with discipline, humbleness, and the maturity. And uh, that simply shows uh, if he keeps it that way, he's going far beyond this guy. I wish him the best. This is from Malwande, Upper Ekapa. Thank you. Uh, good, good evening, Rob. Good evening. I just want to shower the young man there with some praises, man. It's, it's, he seems amazing. What a, what a matured young man. Yo, yo, yo. I wish uh, that guy, Tusopala, was listening to the radio now. Uh, to see how to actually conduct yourself when you're dealing with Mr. Mr. Marawa. He's uh, a young, young, amazing young man. That one, yeah. Uh, uh, big ups to him. Big ups to him. And I hope he, he carries on with that uh, attitude and be, become very humble like he is. All right, Rob. Evening, evening, Mr. Marawa. Victor here from Brunokwani. Yeah, yo. The conversation is overwhelming me. 
Yeah, we have a star in progress. I mean, the age, if I quite had it well, 17 years old. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, ask him, how is he uh, coping with studies and sport? Good luck to his career, good luck to his future. Wow, what a what a massive talent you have that Arab. And I, I agree with him. It's true what he says. Uh, boys this side are generally very gifted and I believe hundred percent that you could have walked into any of the stadiums, whether big rugby or cricket or karate as he says, and you would have done just as good. I wanna say I wish him all the best and um may he never forget where he comes from. And I wish him all the best in his future. It's a pure year from East London. Hi, Rob. Yeah, this is Abraham Matthews here on the road between Whitbank and Congress Pike from work. Yeah, no, the young man's story, yo, so, so, so encouraging. I wish my boys could listen and at least do something with with their lives and sports ability. Yeah, my younger son, TK, was good at soccer, but yo, he's lazy. He doesn't want to take it seriously, so yeah. Just now, I was asking if he's near the radio so he could listen, and yeah, he's not there, so yo. Uh, keep up the good work, uh, young man. We are all behind you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much indeed for all of those voice notes. 0605 You can follow on Twitter. They go simply as at Monty Brothers. One word, at Monty Brothers. So, yeah, follow the progress. Follow the progress. That's all i got to say. Uh, don't be left behind because when you see him in a couple of years, Santa Court playing Wimbledon, and then you're going to start scratching your head and saying, Hey, Gonjo, where did I hear about this guy? You know, so make it happen right now because they're making it happen right now. Kololam is making it happen right now. Not tomorrow, not the next year, right now. And it's been the trait as well. How do you react to all of those extremely, extremely positive voice notes? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's really special. To, to hear those, uh, to hear such positive things um, from many people, and I just want to tell them I, I really appreciate the kind words. Uh, you know, those are the type of things that keep me going. Uh, you know, it, it really hits deep, knowing that I've got many people uh, supporting me. You know, to be a, a black South African, it's uh, it's an honor. You know, and having uh, you know all the black people supporting me and me wanting to play for them, um, I'm, I'm truly blessed. And I just want to say I really appreciate. Everyone that's, uh, that has uh, mentioned uh, really kind words. I'm following you right now on Twitter, so you better make it exciting, hey? Eh? I'll be following every single step uh, that you're going to be taking. Someone who knows you very well actually says that uh, you dance like a rattlesnake. <laughs> uh, it's quite, quite true, quite true. Yeah, I've, I've got a few moves. <laughs> Is that good or bad? Are, are you one of those uh, really, really dope kind of dancers that when you're around, everybody kind of backs off? Because I believe that you're one of the most popular uh, kids that are out there on circuit. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can dance. You know, I, I don't want to say myself that I'm good. Um, yeah. I, I just don't feel right saying that. But, um, you know, I, I just like to <laughs> entertain people, and I have heard some very uh, good, good, uh, some good feedback about my dancing uh, and my music skills. So, yeah, I, I could say I'm quite the, the music guy as well. <laughs> Of course, you're 17. You're supposed to be enjoying all of these things. I mean, we listen to you and you sound extremely mature. And I really do agree with a lot of the voice notes that have come through saying that, you know, your maturity is just way beyond. And one's going to be very grateful for that. One's going to be very grateful for the upbringing, for the home, for the house that you've been brought under. It, it, it really, really has paid off. Who's the one individual, tennis-wise, that you want, would like, have always wanted to meet, and you still haven't met till today? Well, my my role model is uh, Rafael Nadal, um, and my favorite player being Nick Kyrgios. Um, I had the opportunity to meet both of them last year in Australia, and again this year, <laughs> an amazing experience uh, being able to meet Nick Kyrgios. Um, it's crazy. It, you know, it, it is actually mind blowing. You know, to be to be at the ATP Cup, being in the same locker rooms as these guys, uh, you know, same hotels, uh, you know, chatting with each other, being mates, you know, chatting, handshakes, and all this stuff. And um, you know, an, another you know blessing was uh, was when I was practicing with uh, our team captain Jeff Kutsia, and uh, Nick Kyrgios walks by the courts with all these people around him, and he just starts screaming my name. And tell him, you know, work on that serve, work on that serve. Uh, and, and for me to have him as my favorite player right now was something like I just, I just couldn't believe it, you know. Um, she was. So you know, I had, I had really great, uh, I had a really great January. Um, it was something really special. But um, you know, I'd, I'd say my my number one uh, role model in the sport is Rafael Nadal. Um, I had the opportunity to meet him. Last year, he said a few words before one of my fir- before my first round match. Um, you know, just just a quick, "Hey, Rafa, how you doing?" And told me he's good and good luck for my match. Um, so that that was pretty pretty special. And being able to see him again this year and many of the other pros. Um, so yeah. Sure. You're living your dream and you are delivering at the same time. Wandi Lemdano on Twitter says, uh, this country is truly blessed with abundant talent, with great passion of tennis. And Monty epitomizes exactly that. Uh, he's been an ambassador for our game internationally. You know, I could go on with you up until 8 o'clock. Uh, but uh, sadly, I've got to walk away from this chat that I'm loving so much. And you know what? I, I, I wish you everything of the best. Uh, reach out anytime. This is, this is your second home. Um, people are, are loving what they're hearing. People are loving what they're seeing. Those that have just started following. So maybe just before you disappear, let me squeeze in two voice notes as well as Umpago and Vanamdal. Okay. Good evening, Rob. Rasta 24 TPE. You're speaking to the youngster that has a bright future. Uh, to the guy, uh, keep up the good work. Uh, in you, I believe uh, we will see one of the best, not just the best, the great South African. Go there and represent us with the South African colors, boy. Rasta 24 in PE. 
Bob, this is Dabuho. Uh, so where to? Um, I'm, I'm generally so caught up, you know, in, in this young man's story. Um, he's, he's actually a star in the making. Um, give him a few years, give him some time, we, the whole world, uh, you know, will talk about him. Thanks, Bob. What can I say, Korolami Morgan Mamila, believe it or not, is listening to you. This is a football guru of note uh, saying, listening to you with the young man there. He sounds very matured, very professional. Uh, he is a good listener, successful. Uh, it says success written all over his journey. And one did also say, Kolo's talent has no ceiling. Uh, it's his level of commitment and resilience that will most determine how soon he competes for and wins Grand Slam titles. There are countless lessons to come, and times uh, will soak in more pain uh, while learning to win. You know what? We leave you with all of these positive messages. Korolwami, stay in the spirit of believing in you, and we'll continue believing in you as well. Yes, uh, thanks so much for having me on the call, Rob. Really appreciate it. Um, I also want to say thanks to my coach, Anthony Harris, and all the people that have been supporting me financially uh, along the way. It is a, it is a true uh, true blessing uh, having people like, like them around me. So thanks once again, Rob. You deserve it, my friend. You deserve it. Stay strong, okay? All right, thank you. All right. Oh, as I said, Monty Brothers on Twitter, follow them. You won't regret it at Monty Brothers on social media, on Twitter.